Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I'm 45 now. I'm no longer part of the young workforce, I guess, so it's kind of interesting to be at this point in my career, sort of in the middle, in the middle of people who have been there, done that, and maybe on the cusp of retiring, but also little bit older than millennials and Gen Zers, so I'm a Gen Xer, but I'm right on the cusp of Gen X and that poor little forgotten Gen Y uh, that somehow got lumped into all the millennial generation. I think people are thinking that millennials are a millennium. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Um, but when I think about all the people in my career and I think about my own career journey and just the being in the field of communications and marketing and, and all of that, I mean... It's constantly evolving, constantly changing, and you have to grow with it. You have to grow with the expectations and the trends in the marketplace. You do have to constantly learn new skills and keep up on what's out there. Um, you know, I remember when I started in communications, we were primarily print, and we had print newsletters, and we had posters that we'd hang up, physically hang up flyers on bulletin boards. Um, and now it's all about digital, and my role is actually about digital communications. And so I had to do a little edit there because my kitty cat Bonnie decided she wanted some love. And for anybody who is a cat guardian out there, we don't own them, we're guardians. Uh, when they want love, they want love now and on their terms and then. So, and I'm back. Um, anyway, we were talking about digital communications from print to digital and just all the changes uh, throughout the marketplace depending on everyone's field evolves over time at least you hope it does and there's progress to be made and there's new skills to be learned and I think oftentimes what ends up happening in the workplace is you know there are people who maybe aren't comfortable with those changes that they don't want to jump on the bandwagon of you know whoa 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 I still like my print magazines or my newsletters or whatever and I, I would rather just stay um, with that and stay neutral and, and instead of going to digital or trying different things or, or even moving on to social media platforms and this isn't a dig at the people who stay in that frame of mind because I don't think that it's that they don't logically get it or see that that's where the world is going I mean, um, I think it's more about the change and the change impact to them. And it makes them nervous and it, it's scary and it's different and new. And those may have not, those may not be the skills that they think they have because they might be like a journalist major, journalism major or a writer in a more traditional sense as opposed to, you know, a tweet. Um, but the reality is, is more often than not, all those skills are transferable. You just have to keep an open mind and you have to recognize the fact that, hey, I may have been a, a journalism or a reporter or, you know, a journalist or a reporter and that may have been my forte. Um, and now it's all about short and quick and pithy kind of tweets and 180 characters and all of that or video. And um, it may seem kind of intimidating. 
but I also think it's it's fun and it's interesting and it's progress and um, it's you know it's just evolving similar skill sets. So I think a couple of things happen unfortunately in the workplace. So I know people who have lost their jobs completely because they were told that they didn't have the skills to fit a certain role anymore and the role has evolved and the role has changed and frankly I feel like that's lazy leadership I believe that no matter what field we're in uh, that we all are have to grow and we have to evolve our skills no matter what that looks like Um, and if you're not giving your people a chance to evolve and really help them along the way and then you're just gonna throw them out throw the baby out with the bathwater you know to quote an old saying see I told you I'm older um, then that totally is lazy leadership and that that falls back on you and I really do fault leaders for not taking the time and the energy to really give somebody a chance um, to to grow and to evolve into into those skills now granted I I get that there are some people out there going back to the struggle with change that just they won't they don't want to they don't want to change they don't want to do anything different and they're very stubborn um, and that is when you do have to have some real conversations with people to sit them down and say, and help them understand, you know, this is the way that we're, that the world is going. This is the way our field is going. This is what we're doing next. Like, but have a heart to heart and help them get there. Don't just make assumptions and like assuming that they just, they're being stubborn for no good reason or they're frustrated. Maybe they just are scared because they really haven't done what you're asking them to do before or they're nervous or it's just not their comfort zone and life does begin at the comfort zone we grow when we get out of our comfort zone but again that's on you leaders to sit down and have those conversations with them and give people that opportunity I mean most c-suite executives um, of, of fortune 500 companies out there are not digital natives they're older than I am and so is anybody like going to fire them or let them go because maybe they don't possess the skills or maybe we think they don't um, know or, or, haven't, or haven't grown or what? just assuming that that maybe, you know, it's a generational thing too. And I don't think that's fair to people either because I, there are young people that I know that, that aren't good at social media. What? That's shocking. Well, it's true. There are young people who prefer maybe a more you know, retro kind of approach to different, you know, fields and communications and interpersonal. And some of that's great, actually. I think some of that we need to bring back a little bit of. But then there are, I know older generations, people older than me, that are like fantastic YouTubers and, you know, are all over social media and creating reels and doing cool stuff. And so it's like, that's also not fair to make it a age thing too, or a generational thing as well. I think it's all about the mindset of the person. You know, are they are they someone who has a growth mindset or are they someone who has a fixed mindset? Meaning if they have a fixed mindset, that means they probably don't think they can grow or transfer skills to anything different and new. But if you have a growth mindset, that's that's what, what you want on your team. Those are the type of people who are going to continually evolve and, and get excited about the opportunity to evolve and change. I know that people call it upskilling. I really don't like that word. I'll put that also in the category of how much I hate soft skills, the, the term soft skills. And if anybody's listening, listened to my podcast before, you'll know that that is such a pet peeve of mine because the soft skills, quote unquote, that people like to categorize them as, to me, are literally the hardest skills. They are the very, very difficult skills to learn. And we completely demean people and even the, you know, 
how important those are by calling them soft. Anyway, I digress. You can go listen to my other podcast about that one. But upskilling, to me, that's the same thing. It's, it's putting, it's assuming new skills are vertical somehow and putting them up, uh, you know, that you're going to grow upwards. And I think in today's day and age, we've got to get out of these vertical type of thinking and be more horizontal or diagonal or zigzaggy about it. I think new skilling would be a better term. Or how about good old fashioned growth, which we should be doing all of the time. Hey, you know what? I taught myself how to do a podcast by watching some YouTube videos. Where there's a will, there's always a way. All right, let's sip. Let's sip some on these. Sip one. First, you need to be clear about what skills are needed to do the job and give your people that clarity. Until someone, often what times what happens is until somebody leaves a job and a hiring leader has to write a job description, I don't think they really take the time to assess the skills that's needed in their current team or in the people that are in their charge, even the EQ that they need for the role. I What we need to do is approach this all the time 360. What kind of people skills? What kind of technical skills? You know, what are all the different opportunities um, that that person needs to do to, to do the job to set them up for success and if the role in the scope is going in a direction that they don't want to go or feel comfortable in going you owe it to them to sit them down and give them that chance to say hey here is what the role is and here is the vision of where the team is going and you as a leader it is on you in my opinion to help them then find something new because it's not their fault that the job has changed and the role has evolved or something is different about it. When they were hired to do the job, they were hired for something specific. Now, I could have probably a whole nother podcast episode about the growth versus fixed mindset and that you have to really keep people in that growth mindset or, or yeah, you are going to leave people behind. Um, but I think that's your job all the time as a leader is to ensuring that people do have that. And if you are hiring people who don't have that, then I do believe that's on you. Second tip. First, always give your team a chance to evolve their skills and really take a look and see, do they have transferable skills already? I believe if you hire smart and hardworking people, most of the time they can learn new ways of doing things and adopt quicker than you think. I think you it's important to collaborate with your people, like sit them down, jointly assess their skills, have an honest and open conversation with them. And then discuss how to grow them. If there are certain like knowledge gaps or, or skill gaps that you see, then sit down with them and decide, okay, how do we do this? What do we need to do? Whether it's classes or courses or videos or articles or research, you know, do them together as a team. You should be learning alongside them, not telling them what to do because chances are you need to evolve too and you need to grow your school skills too. Make it a team thing. Say, hey, everybody, before our next team meeting, why don't we all, you know, here's the topic. Here's part of, you know, what we need to learn about. Everybody go find something about that. Bring it together and let's have a good discussion about it. And then do your own research as their leader too. But just because you hired your people for one thing doesn't mean they can't learn to do another And frankly, if your HR team is worth anything, they will push to remind you of that and help you determine how to approach training and new skilling of your team members. All right, last sip. Just don't assume your people can't grow or evolve. Would you want someone assuming that you can't hang with the cool kids or make a TikTok video or know what current market trends are for your industry just because you've been around a little bit longer? Of course not. I wouldn't want anyone to think that of me. 
And don't assume our young people are seemingly on point because they have the skills or capacity just because they're younger to handle a lot of the demands of a corporate environment, which can be tough and daunting. I believe that where the magic happens is when you marry experience with engagement in current skills and trends. And you set the vision, give your people a chance to learn and grow, and then support them with the tools and resources they need along the way. And as a leader, that is your job, to keep growing your people, evolving your people in the vision, and taking your team to new heights together. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.